Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day as always. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says technical analysis. Ethereum bears aim big. After recent breakdown below 1600 US dollars, yes, at the moment the cryptocurrency market is down, but not really. It's like kind of in the green, but prices are lower than they were just a couple of days ago. I just made hand movements. Bitcoin and Ethereum trend negative. Binance coin sh shines. It says Ethereum staking accelerates ahead of the merge. Will it help ETH recover? One of the major news stories of the day for some reason, especially even a couple of days ago, was that people are staking their ethers. Surprise, yeah. With news of the merge being allegedly now less than a month away, the amount of people who are continuing to stake their Ethereum on the Ethereum 2.0 network and anticipation of future rewards has only risen. It says the number of ETH 2.0 contract addresses has reached 100, whoa, 13.34 million, and the stake rate has exceeded 11% above 36,000 Ether, has been added every week, and 153,000 Ether, uh, new ETHs, okay, have been staked since August, that's a really weird sentence, have been staked since August, so yes, in anticipation of the merge, which is also like, in uh, <laughs> get, get ready for some news, because, uh, I mean, I, I've said this at least... 700 times this year I am always shocked at what's actually in the news every single day within this space it says Ethereum about to lose $1,600 merge rally cools down I'm sure you can kind of all guess exactly where this is going there's been a trend if you want to say that that's been going on for the last like year and a half for some reason, when the cryptocurrency market goes down, what also tends to follow suit? I can't remember. It's not like we've been going over it every single day. Whoa, look at that. Can't believe it. It says Asian stocks. U.S. futures drop as Fed outlook takes toll. Crude and gold prices decline. What? That's the craziest thing ever. Because there were at least... At least, I want to, I'll, and I'll give it a low number. I'll say at least 20 different articles that I don't have in this video that were talking about the momentum is fading for Ethereum. Can Bitcoin recover? Why is Bitcoin going so low? And there were multiple experts, multiple experts who knew exactly why the prices were falling, who knew exactly why this was going on. They were talking about Bitcoin's RSI, Bitcoin's ABC, Bitcoin's 1, 2, 3s, why this was happening. If Bitcoin could recover, Bitcoin had to pass over this completely, completely, 20 articles overshadowing the idea that something else might be happening in the background and it's simply not uh, bears fighting over Bitcoin's price. Yes, if you were here last week, or just a couple of days ago, the news that we are sorry if I'm so excited. The news that we were talking about just a couple of days ago. Uh, basically, the world's economy ain't looking so hot. Uh, there are a lot of events happening all around the world. And if you want to look from a macro view, it smells really, really bad. Like something just isn't 
uh, working. The news that we got before last week and have been having for a couple of days now is that apparently uh, China's stock market economy isn't looking too good as people are trying to get their money back from mortgages and it appears that they may not be getting their money back. They also recently lowered interest rates. The idea being is that you typically, the idea is, you want to raise interest rates as the Federal Reserve within the United States has been doing in order to cool off your market a little bit. Apparently, China's economy is so cooled that they're actually lowering interest rates in an effort to try and do what America did in 2020 by trying to get more people to take out loans and more debt because people don't want to do that there at all. Yet it? it's kind of like the, the, the inverse of what America is doing. So America is currently trying to raise interest rates to cool off the economy because they've been printing trillions of dollars and now inflation is dramatically sky high. But the other side is that China's trying to lower their interest rate because people in the country aren't too happy and don't have any money. So of course the answer is lower interest rates to try and incentivize them. To take out more loans, this one says, I don't know why they expanded this website so much. Like It's like at the border edge of everything. It says, Market Live, Sensex sheds 650 points, Nifty tests 17,550 in broad-based market sell-off. This one says, Stock futures fall as Wall Street looks ahead to Jackson Hole. That is a terrible name. I, I saw the name of it and I... Not that I thought it was a joke, but I was like, something, okay. Anyway, so the point is, um, sometime during this week, members of the Federal Reserve will be we- weeding, will be meeting in an area called Jackson Hole, where they're going to discuss if, or made, the main head guy will stand on a soapbox and will announce if the economy looks terrible, if it looks amazing. If it looks terrible, they're going to announce another aggressive interest rate hike, which people are afraid may actually be an entire point this time. But if you remember correctly from last week and the week before that, the Fed was like, no, it will not be a full point. So I'm not sure why this continuously enters into the news all over again. It's probably going to be 0.75%. The market's going to be scared as we get closer to that date. It's going to end up happening. The market will move back up. It's happened the same way seven other times already this year. Or... They're going to announce that it looks as if that the things that they've been doing to try and cool off the economy have actually been working, and therefore they may not be as aggressive with their interest rate hikes and or they may only have one more this year, and therefore yada, 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 stock market ends up going back up. So the news right now is uh, there's a, a little bit of rumbling in the ground as people are a bit afraid as to what they're going to say. Uh, we see that other economies around the world are not doing that well. Europe, in, Europe's inflation rate is quite high. Other, I mean, other countries have over twenty percent, but they never tend to usually make the news. The news that we received before that the U.S. inflation rate was nine point one percent and only moved down to eight point five uh, still is kind of high. So, ow, I hurt myself. Smack my hand. So we will see us at some point during the course of this week. I couldn't find the exact date. I assume it's a Wednesday. It's always a Wednesday whenever this news ends up coming out or whenever there's like a big announcement from the Federal Reserve um, as to what they're thinking and where our markets are going to go in tandem. Always remember this. It is never anything exclusively to do with the cryptocurrency market. We may have a day or a cluster of days where we kind of buck a slight trend. And you can't even say this according to... I'll finish that thought. 
there may be a day or a couple of days where we buck a trend and actually move up slightly as stock markets are going down. But the general trend is we will follow them as for some reason we are heavily correlated with all the rest of these markets. I've seen a lot of other people before mentioning on Twitter, on other YouTube places or just simply ranting on Twitter. That the idea of correlation to the stock market seems to be untrue because at certain other points, there will be other altcoins that seem to be doing just fine. I.e., this coin that's number 28 is up by 18%. There's no correlation to the stock market. Look at how amazing my coin is. That's wrong. The issue is, is that that coin that you're looking at has very low liquidity. It has a very low, uh, and I, not even market cap. Look at the 24-hour amount of money that's actually flowing through that coin. This is something that we picked up on years ago. A lot of times, you know how you'll see Bitcoin move up by 5%, but some other coin may go up by 75%. If that coin has a 24-hour movement amount of money flowing within it, that's around $24 million. This essentially means you need a whale, someone who has around 23, 22, 21, 20 million dollars to buy up those coins, and that coin's gonna skyrocket. Everyone else sees that the coin is skyrocketing. People begin to pump their money into it and therefore that's the best performing coin of the day it's just manipulation it's not that your coin is better or cooler or faster than anyone else's it's simply that someone else figured out on that day how to pump that much money into it there are also tons of reddit groups for that as well if you did not know that this was also a very big thing in 2020 you can go look up look it up in the news we were also talking about it a lot of times with these reddit groups and what's the other one signal telegram all the other names uh they'll get together and they're like hey We're going to pump this coin on this day at this time and then dump it. That is not financial advice, by the way. You should actually stay, I mean, as far away as possible. I had a couple of friends who were like, yeah, I'm going to get in early. No, you're you're still getting in at the third or fourth step. They've already activated their positions. They're telling you to jump into it to boost the amount of money that they've put into it. And they cash out first. And then you're kind of left figuring out when the drop is going to happen. But what ends up happening is, is that people make five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars and they go, Whoa, yeah, I made some money when 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 they usually made six figures or millions. That's actually how it works. So once again, uh stay away. But you know, curiosity killed the crypto. That's the price news for today. Our market's down a tiny bit. It's nothing dramatic. Stock markets are also down just a tiny bit. Everyone's waiting uh, for what the Fed has to say and also for the stock market to rise. I think there's also two, maybe three companies who are expected to give earnings calls uh, today. We'll see what happens. We have no choice. Time moves forward. We will see where the market goes. And yeah, let's move on. In the most popular news story of the day, 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 Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, recently warned clients on a conference call that something much worse than a recession might be on the horizon. Dimon said that the likelihood of a recession causing an economic slowdown is just 10%. He then said that there is a 20 to 30% chance that something much worse may occur. The worry was compounded when Diamond warned clients on a conference call that despite the solid... (laughs) What? He said that despite the solid status of the U.S. economy, I'm not sure where he's looking, and the healthy position of the company and consumer balance sheets, there are storm clouds looming. 
I think you should have also already uh, noticed that something was afoot when he said that the U.S. economy uh, is is solid. I'm not sure if you've seen uh, jobless numbers. I'm not sure if you if you get a chance, try and watch videos on like the and I mean not the hypey ones where they're just like showing you flashing images. Like look at the poverty levels in America as well. Like the people who've been uh, kicked out of uh, their homes since 2020. The numbers are actually quite staggering and even more so there are documentaries. You can watch videos on this online. We no longer live in a world where you need someone to go on TV and tell you what the numbers are. You can look at it for yourself. The U.S. economy is not even remotely healthy. The major news story of the day is that Jamie Dimon once again has declared that the U.S., the world, excuse me, is on is on the cusp of a recession or something that's a lot worse. I'm going to tell you the 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 first stupid part is is the actual numbers. Uh, the ten percent of a recession, which means that there's a ninety percent chance that it won't happen. Not sure if you actually caught those numbers in a 20 to 30% chance that something worse may happen. That is a 70 to 80% chance that something bad will not actually happen. These are very common things that people who are grifters or who are scammers actually use. I'll explain. This is a very common one. The idea is you start a, not a mailing list, but kind of like a, you know, uh, uh, an email list of people who want financial advice. This is something to keep in mind for the future as well because this is how it works. Let's say at some point you amass around 10,000 people who are on your mailing list and you tell them, hey, join my mailing list to get free economic advice. And people go, that sounds absolutely great. This is exactly what I want. You join the mailing list. Somebody writes, the person behind all of it, writes one day, hey guys, tomorrow the stock market's going to fall by around 10%. You got to watch out. He sends this to half of the people. The other half of the people, he sends them an email that says, tomorrow, guys, the stock market's going to go up by 10%. Guess what happens? The next day, the stock market goes down by 10%. It doesn't go up. So the other, the, the, the other half that he told it was going to go up, they no longer believe him. The guy's clearly insane. But to around 5,000 people, he sent it to those people, and they were like, this guy just predicted what was going to happen to the market. How did he do that? The next day, the other 5,000, he sends 2,500 an email that says, guys, the market's going to go down tomorrow. You got to watch out. The other 2,500, he sends a letter that goes, guys, the market's going to go up. Get ready to make some money. The next morning, the market goes up. The market did not go down. The people who sold their positions, they go, this guy's a farce. Why did I follow him? They leave. He repeats this two or three more times until he has around a good 1,000 people who are dedicated. This guy has called the market five days in a row. This is how the farce works. And these people then follow you forever. Regardless of what you say in the future, they know that you have had accurate readings before in the past. That's why the numbers are completely ridiculous. Because he's able to say that, oh, the market didn't go... No, 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 no. See, see but I said a 20 to 30% chance. That means there was a 70% chance. Why did you listen to my inaccurate reading? A lot of people, I think sometimes want to be scared. I think people want to uh, hear that something terrible is on the horizon 
And I'm not sure if it's a them wanting to be able to tell other people, or maybe it makes their life a little bit more exciting. I can't really uh, figure it out. I told all of you this years ago. Before I got into crypto, I was on the cusp of getting into the gold and silver market. I heard from so many people, usually a lot older people, who were like, gold and silver is the way to go. God's money, you need it in your hand. If it's not in your hand, it's not in your plan. All these other really weird sayings that sounded cool when they said them out loud. The idea was, you can't hold Bitcoin, but you can hold gold. Gold always goes up during an economic crisis, and they would show the chart from 1971. This is what happened, and you kind of, you know, whoa, I can't believe it. This is also like the really annoying part, because this is around the same exact time when Bitcoin was like $1, $3, $4, $10. And I sit there sometimes wondering, and I know I shouldn't, I sit there wondering, like, imagine if I had not listened to these people and had simply gotten into uh, crypto. The other point being is that a lot of times this is it's kind of like a, a an inra- irrational fear mongering that people will throw at you because they know that fear leads to you getting into some sort of market. This is why I always try. I try my best. I'm, I'm only human. I am not perfect. I try my best to make sure that you are just getting the news and nothing extremely hyped. And even sometimes you may notice that the and I listen. I, I do this because I want you to learn. <laughs> I'm not joking. Sometimes you'll notice that like the titles of my videos seem a little hypey. It's because I, I've I've been here for six years and I know that people don't click on my videos when it's just the actual news. Isn't that terrible? I've learned that people don't absorb the actual news that's happening when I just give you explicitly what's happening. Terrible, right? Because I noticed that other channels, first of all, they're getting, anyway, the, the point is I'm, I'm, I'm dragging too far to the side. The news of the day is, is that we are on the cusp of a terrible recession. There are a lot of discussions on the cryptocurrency forums, on Twitter right now, of people who still listen to Jamie Dimon, who still listen to uh, Peter, Peter Rabbit, whatever the, 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 the gold guy's name is and to Warren Buffett, and to Jamie Dimon. It's all these people who keep crying wolf over the cryptocurrency space. And when I always say that, that, that the, the, the internet is a very big resource tool that you should always use at your disposal. For those of you not looking at the screen, uh, this is an article from um, April 20th, 2016. It says, investors should listen to Jamie Dimon's China warnings. In 2016, Jamie Dimon said that China's economy was coming way, was becoming way too big. Uh, during 2016, he saw that there were already rumblings in the market, and he predicted that in 2016, there would be a gigantic uh, recession in the U.S. market. Right. This one says, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon said, odds for the next recession are 100%. This was in the middle of 2018. And also, once again, in the uh, 50%, 50% email kind of thing, the odds for the next recession are 100%. You know that as you walk around the house or wherever you might live, at some point, you might stub your toe on the bed. You might stub it as you're walking into a room. You might hit the doorknob. You might walk into something. It may not have happened to you in the last two years, five years, maybe even 15 years. Maybe you're super lucky. I'm always stubbing my toe on something. Last 15 years, but there is a 100% chance that at some point you were going to knock into something. There's a 100% chance that you right now listening to this, you are going to have to eat today. 
There's a 100% chance for the next recession. Good job. This was also him screaming loudly that in 2018, uh, the world was also going to dip into a crazy recession. In 2018, this is an article from 2019. JP Morgan's blowout earnings shaded by Diamond's recession warning. Once again, claiming that in 2019, the world was going to foresee or have a terrible recession that only for some reason he can see. Are you are you keeping up with the nonsense at this point that he's been doing this all the time? Bad recession in 2020. This was said by JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon. This was on the 6th of April. And I mean, listen, at that point, your grandmother knew that there was going to be a recession. We were all locked inside. I think we could have all foreseen that the economy was probably not going to do that bad. This is also at the point where the cryptocurrency market was also like collapsing, as was the stock market. So once again, I think we could have all seen that this was definitely going to be a thing. One of the main problems that I have, and I'm not sure as to why this keeps happening, once again, for those of you not looking at the screen, it says JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon says... Bitcoin is a fraud that will eventually blow up. It's worse than Tula bulbs. It won't end well. Somebody is going to get, I cannot say that word. It's basically the opposite of being alive. These people, I'm going to repeat it. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about us. These people are sociopaths who only care about themselves. Haven't you ever wondered why it's so easy for some people to become billionaires or multi-billionaires? It's because they're okay stepping on the necks of other people and have no empathy or remorse. Can you imagine being able to go on TV multiple times trying to scare people that something is going to happen that you probably know is not going to end up happening? Making sure that you steal from other people to make yourself richer and at the same exact time going, you shouldn't get into that. Remember all the news that we had before? In 2019, from all the the heavyweights, the millionaires, the billionaires who were like, Bitcoin is incredible. I totally understand. And we found, we, we, me and you together, us, found articles from these people from 2014 to 2017. Or rather, they gave indications that they had been buying Bitcoin since 2014 to 2017 while they were telling us not to buy. This happens over and over and over. It's like, once again, like, 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 like the gold guy. Why do people in crypto care so much what these people have to say, even though they keep lying to us over and over? And I, I don't get the obsession. I sincerely do not. The moment all these people said, I got into crypto around 2016, so like, like heavily, heavily, heavily into crypto. I was no longer on the sidelines. I was like, whoa, let me get into this space. It seems very fascinating. Nearly every single, per- every single person who said something negative about crypto, I don't listen to them. I don't care about them because I know that they're a thousand percent wrong. Jamie Dimon was, was, was saying before that by 2019, Bitcoin would be zero dollars. You might stand on the sidelines and go like you're shivering and shaking with fear. It's going to hit zero. And then you see that it doesn't. Well, he lied constantly over and over multiple times. And these are just the articles that I could find on a whim. I typed in Jamie Dimon 2016 recession. And lo and behold, all the things that you actually end up finding over and over and over. Uh, And for those of you who also don't know, JP Morgan itself should also not be trusted. This is not a tinfoil hat thing. This is more of a, uh, we know this for a fact thing. 
over the years, especially the, w- w- one of the main things that almost, almost <laughs> got me into the gold and silver market was the idea of manipulation. A lot of people on YouTube used to scream gold and silver manipulation. And I was like, there's no way. You guys are lying. How would that market be manipulated? You can't manipulate markets. Naive uh, 2010 TMI. There were so many bankers who actually ended up coming forward and they were like, no, we've, we've, we've been manipulating the market for a while. I used to work for JP Morgan Chase uh, and we know exactly how to manipulate. And, and, and a lot of it also comes down to, and here's something that's actually legal within the States, which is terrible. You as a company can go on the news on Sunday evening or even Monday and announce that you don't feel too strong about a particular company. We, Company A, don't really care too strong about Company B. We, we're, we're looking at some of the numbers and the numbers aren't looking too great. This is an indication that before the market's open that a lot of people would follow that multi-billion dollar company and go, indications are saying that they're about to sell. Monday morning, market's open, the stock plummets. People start selling off quite rapidly because they heard that company A was thinking, you know, they're not too strong on where they stand. They know, they had no point explicitly said that we were going to be selling. They did not say those words. They said, we're looking at the numbers. It's not looking too hot. All of a sudden, the stock begins to rise. We get news that on Tuesday, company A bought tons of shares of company B as the price fell down because they had indications that at some point that there might be a merger news that was floating around somewhere on the interweb. So they decided to buy. That happens all the time, all the time, all the, but the, the issue is, is that they get the small fries to drop out of the market. This is why it's so important to pay attention to what these people say and have been saying over the course of multiple years. The thing that I will never forget was in 2020 when GameStop was going, I will never forget this, when Game stocks, GameStop stock was rising quite rapidly. Remember all the, con- we were going over this. Remember the constant billionaires that were going on to the news I don't understand why all these people are trying to get into the market. It's just not for them. People should be that one guy who said that people should be more concerned with finding love and finding friends. You can find him online. We we were I had his photo here on TV because I remember I was so angry in that video. For those of you who missed that, his idea was uh, normal people, you should not be into stocks or, or trying to make money. You should be worried about your families and, and trying to find love. You know, love is the most important thing in, in the world because we were getting news stories that tons of people had figured out how the stock market worked, what it meant to actually short something and how to like go long on it and how people were like, well, that company is going short on that because they're expecting it to collapse. If we do the exact inverse, we can make tons of money. There were so many people who were making... That one guy who said, I'll never forget... He said, I made $65,000 and I'm finally able to pay for my dog surgery. And I was like, first of all, that's a whole nother topic right there that we're not going to even get into because the U.S. is a fascinating place. And then for these people to go on TV telling other people, stop, dude, stop making money. Stop, because we, we found out quite quickly that a lot of these companies were all connected. A lot of these companies, the, the company who collapsed because they were shorting GameStop they completely fell apart. They, they were billions of dollars in debt. Other companies were also attached to them because they saw the bet that they were going to make and were trying to copy it as well. So they also ended up losing millions and millions of dollars while the people who had nothing, and I dare even say still made pennies compared to the hundreds of billions of dollars that these companies end up making. I will never trust them. I will never, ever trust them ever, ever again. The only time that I even think about putting them in the news 
is when we hear about that a company who has not said anything negative about crypto before has gotten into the space. I'll even make fun of them sometimes. If, if I can find articles on this guy talking nonsense about crypto from 2014, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, and now he's like, half my portfolios in Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, it probably always was. And you told tons of normal people not to get into the market so you could become richer. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says JP Morgan to pay $920 million for manipulating precious metals and the treasury market. We've known this for years. You can even find, I don't have it in this video, uh, we've had indications before that apparently uh, boats, ships, uh, have been stopped before around the world, and that allegedly uh, they've had ties uh, to banks multiple times. They found the ships completely full of like actual physical gold that they were trying to allegedly... Uh, circumvent taxation on so they were sending them to certain other ports and then leaving from that port to another place so that they would not have to pay any taxes which is you know also uh, that money could have actually gone to feeding people and also um, a lot of I th you can look this up for yourself uh, if you if you know then this news is for you there was news a couple of years ago that there was a bank who apparently, allegedly, I don't know, I wasn't there, uh, who allegedly on their boat, um, once again, if you know this phrase, this is for you, uh, who allegedly had tons of um, sugar booger in their uh, ship, and they were also transporting that around the world as, like, the ship was Full. Full. So yeah, the news is that um, Jamie Dimon has once again said there's going to be a recession. Tons of people are listening to him. They're all really scared uh, because no one looks to the past to see that this guy and many other analysts and bankers have been saying the exact same thing. These things are calculated. These people don't say these things because they care about your well-being or, or what a recession might do to your family. It comes down to what's going to happen to the bank, what's going to happen to their earnings, what's going to happen to their major shareholders and how much money at the end of it that they can make imagine the world having explicit proof that jp morgan paid nearly a billion dollars because they were manipulating the metals market they were explicitly manipulating the prices of gold and silver for their own benefit i wonder what else they've done jp morgan's also one of the largest banks on the planet what have the largest 20th banks on the planet all done that we simply also don't know about fascinating right and these are the people that people trust that's the jamie diamond says we're gonna have a 10 percent of a recession or 20 percent of something catastrophically worse coming news i mean i hope the other 70 80 percent happens and not the not the bad part news yeah see right this is why I have to change my titles, because otherwise people wouldn't have this news. That's the Jamie Dimon news. And yeah. Let's move on. Oh my gosh. In uh, Days of Our Lives, uh, One Life to Live General Hospital news. Yes, I'm a child of the 90s, and yes, I used to watch all that stuff with my grandmother because it was always just on the TV. I don't know what's going on with Cardano, and I really need to figure it out quite quick because I, I'm sitting here most of the time trying to figure it out. 
a couple days ago, apparently there was a developer, a coder, a something, a dev who came forward and was like, Cardano is catastrophically broken. It's completely falling apart. We need to fix it. Mayday, mayday, something's completely wrong. And the internet listened to them and they were like, Cardano's broken, no! And people were losing their minds and going crazy on the internet. And then apparently whatever this person claimed was wrong was found and they fixed it. And now a lot of the other developers and Charles Hoskinson included have been going onto Twitter talking about their greatest loves in life and their passions and how Cardano is like everything to them and they love it and how this is, I don't care. And I don't think anyone else actually does as well. And I'm going to, I mean, this was also for those of you who didn't pick up on it. Uh, this was also one of the most popular uh, news stories of the day. I'm not sure if they're trying to simply like sway people emotionally now there was something three or four days ago where someone was talking about that one of the test net wasn't working and something else was happening and how this was going to affect tons of other people's lives. And this is also happening and Cardano's not going to be able to do this. But now that the thing has been fixed, the developer was like, oh, I'm back with Cardano stronger than ever before. Like, what is wrong? What's what's happening? What happened to, hey, guys, in 2020, we're going to have an update here's here's an update on the upgrade here's one more update and then on the first of july bam here's the actual upgrade what happened to those days what happened to the what happened to the normal in the cryptocurrency space we don't see bitcoin developers or any other coin having like emotional conversations on twitter what am i missing why is this why is this happening why is why is someone picking a fight with Charles Hoskinson every single day and why is Charles Hoskinson responding? Why is why is why are there Twitter rants all the time? Why why are these people talking about I mean multiple developers being like Cardano is one of the greatest projects in history and I have to make sure that it's what's why is why is everyone so emotional? <laughs> like I should talk. But like what's the what's the haps? So the news is Allegedly, somebody found a gigantic bug in the Cardano Vasil hard fork system. They said it was catastrophically broken. Apparently, now it's unbroken. It's been fixed. Everyone's holding hands in a gigantic rainbow circle, and they're all smiling, uh, falling onto a field of daisies. What? 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 And then the fact that this ends up making popular news, I'm not understanding it. I'm not. I'm not really getting. When when is the upgrade happening? Can anybody tell me? Oh, no one? Right. I haven't seen any news as to when this upgrade is going to happen. But the last three weeks have been a gigantic soap opera for Cardano. <coughs> I hope after all of this, and I mean explicitly, I hope that we see a $5 Cardano after all this song and dance. <coughs> Because this is just getting out of hand at this point. So that's the Cardano now better than ever, says developer who pointed out testnet issues. I'm 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 glad you guys made up news. My gosh, I saw this and I was like, who like what? This most popular one of the most popular news stories today after um Jamie Dimon. Like what? Moving on. Also in Days of Our Lives, apparently, a couple of days ago, um, 
there was a an Ethereum core developer meeting. Oh gosh, I saw other people claiming that this news was leaked. That this was some kind of special news that they got their hands on and no one else had this information. This was a public call that anyone could have jumped on and listened into. That's how all of these meetings usually are. In a decentralized network or system, they tell everyone, hey guys, we have a dev meeting at at, at 7 o'clock tonight. Jump in and listen. And you can usually see on the side, hey, there's 15,000 people here at the same time. This was not leaked. It was It was... Everyone had access to this information. They basically were talking about the ideas of centralization and what they would have to do to try and prevent it when the upgrade actually ends up happening. For those of you who don't know, I forgot the 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 trilemma or whatever it's called. It's nearly impossible, or we have not figured out how to have complete network security, complete decentralization, and I forgot what the third point is. And part of the idea is that Ethereum might become a little bit more centralized to be able to make sure that as we do not have hundreds of thousands of machines uh, around the world mining it now, there may be certain entities who gain more power in a centralized way to secure the network. People lost their bananas. Part of the issue is, is that Ethereum and Bitcoin, we can tell by nodes and by people mining around the world, are the most decentralized networks in the world. You can't argue with me. You can't scream at me. You can't tell me that your coin is better because other people were definitely trying to do that. We can tell by math and how many people are mining these coins around the world and how many nodes that they have. A lot of the coins that you love, the coin that kept on breaking down this year... I think they have less than 40 nodes around the world. That is four zero, less than that. Most coins tend to only have around 15 to 20 nodes, and they're usually given to companies and corporations. So this is decentralization, as there is not one focal point. However, Bitcoin and Ethereum are far, far more decentralized, sometimes having thousands, if not tens of thousands of active nodes around the world, Confirming transactions and validating and securing the network. So the news was is that at some point, there might be certain entities that are not under the Ethereum developer control. It's simply an organic thing that might happen along the way with people you know, controlling gigantic mining pools. Remember the same thing we were talking about a couple of days ago when it came to Ethereum and Bitcoin mining and centralization within China? Something similar to that. It's not that it would be explicitly in China, but at some point there's going to be a mining pool or some sort of entity that may have a 13, 14% stake as opposed to a 1% stake that they had before. And everyone went off on a rant talking about Ethereum was never decentralized. I knew Ethereum was so-and-so. And it's like, please stop. You are ruining the entire ecosystem. None of you have any idea what you're talking about. And then these people go onto social media, they go onto Twitter, they go somewhere else, and they begin spewing all of this stuff. And people who don't know how to research these actual claims end up believing and then start screaming loudly, XRP is a security, XRP centralized, because they don't know how to get the actual truth or information from it. 
This was, of course, one of the most popular things over the course of the weekend. I think this meeting happened on the 18th of this month, literally days ago. But now everyone's kicking up dust because there were certain YouTubers out there who told other people that this news was leaked and that they got it. This was a normal developer call that you could have also jumped on and listened to. If you've been into cryptocurrencies for a while, you know that there will always be some level of, of centralization. We cannot stop it. We can give every single person, and I think of it this way, and this is one of my favorite discussions. Imagine every single person in your country gets a million dollars for whatever reason. Everyone has a million dollars. Imagine the million, everyone that you have is decentralization. So you all have your own million. You would have people that same exact day going on shopping sprees. They would buy a car. They would buy two cars. They would buy hundreds of shoes, coats, jewelry. They may buy a house, a gigantic house that they will not be able to pay with after the million dollars is gone. They will buy new computers. You name it, they're buying tons and tons of stuff. You're going to have other people in your country who are going to be like, I need to invest all of this money. And they start buying up property that the people who are spending quite frivolously end up paying them every single month in rent. In about five years, that million that you each had is going to look vastly different. You are going to be, you're going to have people who only have $5. You're going to have people who only have $15,000 while you may have $3.5 million. Why? Because you invested, you put your money in a certain position and that also in itself, if you want to look at that as a node, is a form of centralization. You are going to have people who are going to have more than others. Even if you gave everyone equal right now on the planet, it would be unequal within a day. Everyone's not keeping that entire million for themselves. I'm sure you know tons of people that would burn a hole in their pocket immediately and it would all be gone. You would be surprised at the amount of I used to watch so many, not a lot of them, but like years ago, I used to watch videos of people who had like won the lotto and like, where, where are they today? Broke. Broke. I even dare say baroque as in the time period. Like really, like there was this one guy, I think he had $160 million. It was gone in like five years. I watched one of this couple. I think they won $10 million. And, and, I, and, I, and I mean, they... they the, 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 the literal luck of the Irish. These people made $10 million from the lotto. I think they bought three homes that they were never using. They bought boats. They bought cars. They were, I mean, frivolously. Their money was almost all, like the woman was like, yeah, we were almost broke within like a year. We had no idea how to keep the money. All we knew is that we had money, so we kept on spending it. They decided, I think they went to the, to the south of France or something like that to go on a holiday. Why not? You're rich. Sure, go for it. And they said that while they were there, they met a couple, and the couple was like, where are you guys from? They were talking about it. They were like, you know, we actually won the lotto, and they were like, wow, how are you guys investing? And they were like, in the what? And that couple literally taught them how to invest. This was also like, I think, 20 years ago. It was like some weird documentary. And they used, because a million back then went a lot further, of course, than it did now. And that couple taught them how to buy like 15 apartments. That started giving them passive income. So they still have their money because of it. It's crazy. I mean, lucky, 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 lucky duckies. Anyway, the point is this also made very popular news because people were trying to spin it 
as some sort of a Ethereum is not decentralized. I knew it all along. They're using the merge to make sure that they have more control and power. Please leave the market like immediately, like as as quickly as you can. Like just go go into gold and silver. I I, I heard stocks are also very low right now. Um because it's just people trying to pump up their own coins and trying to make sure that like everyone gets this like unjustified fear. There's centralization in everything. We cannot escape it. You could give everyone on the planet, everyone, right now a node. If the person across the street said, dude, I'll give you $15 for your node. At least 1% of the population would sell their node. If other people came forward saying, hey, bro, I'll give you guys 10000 right now for that little box that you have in your house. 1000 for this? Gone. And you know it's true. And then at that point, we'd have around a good 3 billion people with nodes, but the other 5 billion people would not have nodes. Because that's how the world works. So that's the Ethereum developer meeting was not leaked. It was not anything special. It's stuff that we knew before. If you've been into crypto and have done your own research and know the 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 payoff or trade-off uh, for having to be less or more decentralized when it comes to securing your network, this would make complete sense to you. News. Oh, sorry, news. Yeah. Right. Let's move on. As always... A very special thank you to my Patreon supporters, GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on, Empire Queen, Roman Geba, Bitcoin, Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony, Ambrosky, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z-Way, Lay, Mo Barazi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grolet, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy. Troy Allgood, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Stoyer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Bibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Coldy 3D, Setsuna, Richie Richard Third, Paxis, Nick Manji, Alavodi, Jim Garner, Jamie Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Body McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Mons Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger, Amacha, Nisa, All Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle, URL. Thank you. Very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel who clicked the little join button below. Thank you to everyone who has left a like, a comment, has subscribed, is still here listening to me rambling. Thank you for all the support on the new channel. New video coming today on Wednesday and on Friday as well. So look out for those. Thank you for all the people who subscribe to that new channel. And thank you to everyone who, I don't, I was going to say likes the truth, but that's very cringy. That's more like, uh, looking for aliens and like, do you believe in the truth? It just, I, I appreciate the support on the channel and, and I see the nice comments. I also see the bad comments, but I see people talking about, you know, the point of this channel is to bring you the news. I'm not here to sugarcoat it. I'm not here to make you feel better at the end of the day. It's to let you know that you have your money in this market and to really understand what's going on. I'm not here to tell you, but there was a, there was a bit of an issue a couple of days ago, but Cardano's doing just fine. I'm expecting a $9,000 Cardano. That's not what I'm here for, and I probably will never be here for that. I'm not here to tell you that you were going to make trillions of dollars. I believe in this market. I myself believe that prices are going to go up just organically over the course of years, but also understand that your coin is not going down because of something that is just within the cryptocurrency space. It is literally about 15 other things that are taking place on this planet. 
that's affecting all markets. So when you see that these numbers are popping up and things are in the red, it's 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 not because you chose a bad coin. It's because, because the world's economy is not doing well. Bitcoin at the moment is up by 0.25% over the last 24 hours. In the last week, Bitcoin is down by 11%. Ethereum is down by 17%. But this also slightly mimics a lot of stocks out there as well. Not many things are bucking the trend or really doing exceptionally well. Everything's in like a light red, especially over the last uh, 24 hours, down by around 1%. Nothing too catastrophically weird. We're also waiting to see where the other markets end up moving so that we can also move as well. Algorand is up by 1.64%. Chainlink is up. No, VeChain, excuse me. VeChain is up by 1.66%. Internet Computer is up by 1.5%. ApeCoin is up by 3.7 percentile points as well. EOS is up by 9 no, 6%, excuse me. 16% in the last uh, seven days. No EOS news. Something's happening. They were, they're probably planning some kind of a an announcement or something because it just doesn't make any sense really otherwise why EOS explicitly was like coin number 51 and why it's coin number 37 right now. Elrond Egold is up by 4%. Ave is up by 5% as well. Yeah. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all have a, a quick uh, working Monday. Hope you walk into work and you blink and then work is over. Hope you all have a great day, great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, commenting, liking, and or subscribing. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.